0: The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
1: And we're back here on Analyze This. That's some programming notes for Tuesday, December 12th. Before I get back to Dewey Henry and uh, we're expecting Zeno Bean. Uh, from the EPA to join us here in our uh, number two. We got the PBS News Hour at 7, Christmas at Westminster from 8 to 9. Enjoy the Westminster Choir annual holiday concert. Then at from 9 to 10.30, Season of Light, Christmas with the Tabernacle Choir. Enjoy per- performances by Leah Salanga and Sir David Suchet in this holiday special. Then from 10.30 to 11, Clown by Quentin Blake. And then Frontline comes on from 11 to midnight. Examine how a 21-year-old National Guardsman leaked classified documents into a gaming chat room. And then, of course, at midnight, we got am Important Company, which normally starts at 11, but time ton back. So now that's a midnight deal with I'm Important Company. So the news are at 7. Christmas, Westminster at 8. Season of light. Christmas with the Tabernacle Choir from nine to ten thirty. Clown from ten thirty to eleven. Frontline from eleven to midnight and then Alan Poor and Company. We got Dwayne Henry here on the line. Thank you very much, Counselor, for joining me. Final question. Right? I went on my soapbox yesterday. Cause I got a text I got a text message yesterday. I mean last week. And you know they they, they, they stated it very succinctly. The roads in Christianstead are a public safety a public safety issue. Right? Uh-huh. Now, earlier that week, um, I had on the the Christmas cult, Christmas Cultural Group, uh Vivi Flood and uh-huh. Susie Bowden, right? And a lot of right. uh, a, a lot of what a lot of activities that they talk about include walking in Christianstead, walking, physically uh-huh. walking all right, And if roads bad and them kind of thing, you could mash uh-huh. up your uncle. You step into yes. you step into a a, a one of those At areas.
2: The city of New York. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now um we we've been talking about um, the legal dynamics and, uh, and and all that stuff, right? Uh-huh. Um, remember, we got the lead water. We, we, we had the, the the issue with the red water, right? And okay. all that stuff, right? That, of course, they're doing work. Um, one of the reasons why town is in the bad shape it is because they're putting in new pipes, right? And you're familiar right. with this, right? You and I had a conversation. Yes. Uh, necessary uh, thing. A necessary thing about this. How do we balance, right, when a government is... You know, putting in new infrastructure, but it's oh. creating hazards in doing so. You know what I'm saying? Let's We just got to call a speed of <laughs> speed. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, I like. How uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. True.
2: I'm sorry. Uh, that que- is completely true. Queen Cross that is completely Street. True.
1: Queen Cross Street. When you come down from Canigatore, them by Miss Pemberton, them at the top of the hill, all, uh-huh. of, all the way down to Caravel. I mean. Just okay. looking at it alone, well, you could see the damage that's being done. You know what at I'm
2: Bill saying? Street. You can't
1: walk them by uh, East Street. Yes. Yeah.
2: Hill and East.
1: Hill and East, and and and, and yeah, and and, and they run East and West, right? Right. And and and, and uh, Prince Street, uh, King Cross Street, and Queen Cross Street. They run north, uh, uh, north, and, north south, and south, right? Right. And and as it stands now. We're not seeing any end in sight, man. And this is and and, and and we got this the time of year. This is like this is like July and August up in Saratoga. Mm. They don't call it track season. <laughs> right? Now is when you yeah. make money, right? To uh, offset yes. the times of the year when, when the picking slim. And and yes. you, you gotta be sensitive to the to the Christian Christian said businesses, man oh gosh, man.
2: I d I don't even understand why nobody has told the Bro, You know, you hear the stories about the contractor. Is the contractor fault? It's this person's fault? It's that person's fault? The point is just get it done, like Greg Francis used to say. Just get it done. Um, I remember I told you in a conversation before, uh, um, I I think I'd even say, you, I think in Indonesia, they they put a tunnel under an active highway in a weekend. Yes, sir. You know, and we can't, you telling me, that you're going to allow them crevices and them Hamas tunnels to develop going up them hill in town and wait until when you're done with everything to come back to pave? Are you crazy?
1: You know, when I was a senator...
2: You You make sure the job is done right, and you cover it up. You know, I understand it's going to be a two-step paving process to begin with. So I don't know... The the contractor supposed to do some kind of temporary thing and then public works said so they got a contract to come back and pay for Alex like Christian said anyway. So why doesn't the contractor just go ahead and just you can't just put gravel in there?
1: We had a senator by the name of Basil Atli and and he used to remind us on a regular basis and Myron Jackson as well why planning why planning is is such a forgotten Right, yet necessary component in running a government, because if if you don't have proper planning, comprehensive planning, you end yeah. up with a classic example of what's going on in don Christian said, "No man,"
2: uh, but uh, but the crazy part is that I'm not seeing any attempt to rectify it. Wow, nothing has been done. Those crazies are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I drive a loop. New- car. Yes, I have a truck also, but even my truck, when I went up there, I was going up there, um, uh, Hill Street one day, and I was afraid I'd go out turn around, and somebody told me they went up there in a jeep and had to turn around.
1: Hill Street. No, you're looking to make me laugh at it. I know that is a very serious thing. This right? is insanity. What, what, when when, when, is when somebody... What,
2: pure insanity. You're telling me how wrong by um. They ain't done over there yet. That was where they started over in them areas. And up by the um, the uh, hills, hill, up hill, there by your it, up there.
1: Hill Street from from King Cross to Queen Cross, right? I would advise oh. people not to drive that road.
2: Don't even think about it. It's our book. And here's the thing. To leave they, uh, and I'm talking about I'm talking about leaving
1: because it's a one way, so I'm talking about leaving from yeah, yeah. from yeah. Wesleyan Holiness, Pilgrim Holiness Kana to where Adina yeah. to where Adina Bar used to be before you get to the Victor yeah. Borga building. Uh-huh. That part of Hill Street stay away from it. And and you know what's sad? There's actually there used to be a paid or there probably still a paid parking lot in that block.
2: There is
1: one. Yes, across from White
2: Yes. Yes. There's a no, and then there's not, 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 and not there's the a one yard. across
1: from Vitima. When you leave King Cross Street and you're driving Hill Street, right, to uh-huh. get to Queen Cross Street on the left-hand side behind Salvador.
2: Yes, there's one there. There's yes. one there as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As a matter of fact, um, I, th- I thought that I was owned by, like, like, like when you're coming there by Tantan Tours.
1: Correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
2: there's one there. And there's one over across from the church. A smaller one.
1: I am And you know
2: how them people now you don't pay to park. Then you gotta drive your car to Dada just to get to your parking space. And then it, it's like I tell my clients, so, you know, I have to go to Kardashian and stuff like that. I said, look, I have to like consolidate. I can't go and talk every day because my car got up. So I don't have to go once a week or whatever because mm-hmm. There's no place to park. bad enough to drive it, but then you can't park either. You you talking about the the, the government parking like? You
1: you talking about going and tongue once a week to minimize potential risk, potential
2: damage? (laughs) Because my insurance ain't covering damage that I do.
1: Wow, wow. Well, and, and and I so I had a so I had a conversation with Ron Phillips and he he referenced the conversation that he had with you. You got to see his work and how he explained it up close, right? And mm-hmm. clearly, right, there isn't the level of communications. Right? Communication with the folks that are actually doing the work. That's a big problem doing. Right? Because remember now, WAPA got something to do with this or no. Right? mm mm-hmm. yes. Waste management got something to do with this, right? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, public walks gonna have something to do with this, right? Right. There's a lot of money involved. That's the reason why people are not accepting what is being said publicly, because this is no. not a situation of lack of resources. It isn't. Or, 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 or based thing. on what, or based on what we know. Or, or based on what there's we there's know there's with respect to FEMA in. monies and all that stuff, uh, the public's thinking. And legitimately so, is that monies have been made available for our recovery. This should be a part of it. The governor was on, comes with the, comes with the, ter- no, he was, he did an interview with, um, with, um, Ernest, Ernest Gilbert for the consortium. Uh-huh. And the governor mentioned the figure at $15 million worth of recovery now. Remember when he came in, it was eight or no, Right. right. And, and we've had appropriations subsequent to that. And he said it's uh-huh. now 15. Well, if that's the case, uh-huh. man. Resources, you're telling us the resources are not a problem. No, you've always said that technical expertise has been a big problem. Engineers and right. all that stuff. And I, right. and I understand that. And
2: even laborers. And laborers. And,
1: I, and I, I understand that, right? But as it relates to fixing the roads in downtown Christianstead. And the same thing should apply for Frederiksted, downtown Shaltamali. Yeah. Or Malia, depending on how you're supposed to pronounce it. Cruise Bay. Uh-huh. Um, even Red Hook now is a little city out there uh on the eastern end of St. Yeah. Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh-huh. Planning is so important, counselor. And expertise. And we uh,
2: You know St. Thomas their uh, old doors that they said a few years ago. Yeah, with Main Street, with right? Main. Yeah. Main Street. yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. You know, I thought that was never gonna end. You know? Um but 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 my thing is, what is wrong with going to the areas that you've been to six months ago and just put a temporary thing so those roads are drivable? Because you can't have the entire town not drivable.
1: You know what i noticing, oh, though? How
2: is that an upset? No,
1: now that we're talking about it, you know what I'm noticing, uh, Dwayne? Um, the way our tongues are set up, Right. And I, I, it just it just dawned on me. After you leave Queen Street, right? The next street mm-hmm. up is Hill Street. The next street up is East Street. The right. next street up is Fisher Street. Right? right. Then the next street up I right. believe is New no Street.
2: Fisher is the one by the um, by the convent.
1: Um Fisher uh convent No yeah,
2: the no. old the guy convent up there. Gr-
1: yeah, yeah, Grassy Bellado though. With grassy Grassy Bellado Street. Yes, uh, right.
2: Twyla Wilson by out the for buy non conference. And,
1: and then and then the one after that, after you pass Susie and you, Susie Suzy Bow and you get to the next car, that's no street that will take you down right. by doggy Canton and then when you're heading towards Gallows Bay. Yes. Right? You know I noticed with them with them with them four streets, um um Dwayne, it got got Yes. And all of those streets is is go down and then come up.
2: Yes, because free got to run
1: through the house. Free got yes. Yes. And uh, you know you know something? You know I want to believe? Engineering is a problem for them. Uh, at least at least. Nobody at, at, admitting at, that. No, but they, of course they admit it because they they, they 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 contracted to do the job and they don't want you to think they don't know what they're talking about or what they're doing. Right? That's true. But yeah. but but uh when you think about it, right? When you are down Hill Street and you leave uh we mentioned Wesley and Holiness to get to Adina, you go go down and uh-huh. then come up. Right, right. When you're there, when you're there, and uh, and and that's not just up on that side. And each street you go down and come up. Exactly, by Susie them go down and come up to go meet um, where 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 the the candidate main main house was, and then and then no street that's that just down that's straight down and straight up, and then you go do it again to go down in Gallows Bay, and it looks like that engineering component of this of this work may be playing a part in why they're struggling to get this thing to work. That's why the I mentioned planning. You know, yeah. you know, you know, you look at these the uh, the telemetry. That that that's why they create telemetry you know, um Arduino. Uh-huh. Right. So you could right. you could literally put the engineering put put, put the put the actual street plan right. on, on top on top of the yes. streets, right? And and, and, uh-huh. and the, 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 the software has the ability right, to break mm-hmm. down the degree of undulation, right, Incl- yes. decline, incline, what have mm-hmm. you, and then you would right. know what to do. How steep and how yeah. level
2: certain areas are, that kind of stuff. And, and then, and you then when you get to Queen this, Street, know, you, right? You lay on top of it. Yeah, yeah.
1: W- when you get to Queen Street now, right, that's where it kind of flatten out along with Company Street and then and then King yes. Street, right? But, but, that, but
2: the higher street them is uh up and down, almost like a roller coaster kind
1: of thing. Yeah, but but the point that I'm making with King Street Company, King and Strand, is that's where the businesses start, right? Yes. And that's the area of sensitivity. Not that the residential mm-hmm. areas in the back of town are not, because they are. But this time of year, we want Christiansted, in particular, Queen Street down to, down to, the, to, the, to the waterfront and the boardwalk, mm-hmm. right, to be as smooth as possible. Which would I allow mean, for our festival to and, and, and the business to make display? their
2: money, huh? How people get into the sea plane?
1: They got your water got.
2: What got properly developed.
1: And 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 basin basin triangle. Oh look now from basin triangle.
2: Yeah, like the whole basin triangle thing uh, that was black out earlier the other day. Here it is. Yesterday.
1: Wow. Speaking of, which,
2: speaking of
1: which speaking of which we go send out condolences to Dallas Stadman and uh, okay uh, to the family of yeah, yeah, That's this Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's this Friday. Uh, is that this Friday or, or next week? Next week, Monday or Tuesday. But um the eighteenth, the eighteenth, right? Yeah. yeah, next week Monday, right? And I know he used to yes. hang out, he used to hang out there in what I got across from the Shanty. Shanti. you check but but this is a real big issue, you know. And you know why uh-huh. I give the the the, the business owners credit because it's actually full. It's not just about the the, the economics um that mm-hmm. that that they are you know familiar with and and, mm-hmm. and, and and are dependent on because they've made a business investment. They know that when the Christmas done who's to set it walking on slow down?
2: <laughs> it gonna
1: get worse. Oh gosh man. Oh
2: gosh! (laughs) But remember, this is a two-year project, twenty-four months.
1: Mm Hmm. Yeah, but there there ways
2: there 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 ways to do things. Doing repairs along the way or refilling along the way. I mean, so you are telling me they are gonna wait till the end of the twenty-fourth month to start to go back and start paving? But 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 but, but here's the deal.
1: When you look at projects on the mainland, right? There are ways to mitigate, right? A lot of your problems in project within that twenty-four uh-huh. month window. In other words, for a six-week period within that twenty-four month re- um, uh, window, there are certain things we're uh-huh. gonna do so things could flow naturally, and you would not know what we're dealing with. And that well, happened. You
2: could reverse traffic. Yes. There's all kinds of things yes. you could do. Uh, um, you know, like I always say, you you know you you drive a lot when you're in the states. They could pay hundred miles of I ninety five. Overnight, yes,
1: sir.
2: Without disturbing traffic and, and the beltway or, or up and in, Do in, in, in. So you think they'll shut down the George Washington Bridge to, to 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 fix a pothole?
1: By the way, I just wanted to know that I got a text message here from from uh, Casey Peyton, who you mentioned in the in the early in in the early hour, oh, and she said, "Good morning, our supporters heard Dwayne Henry just now about Vi Justice." Uh, presentation at the VI Bar conference last week. Any chance that I could come on the show this week to summarize the main points of our presentation for the VI Bar? See? See? See, people you're talking, you're you're running your mouth and analyze this and people talking but you're big or not? <laughs> they, 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 they want to. I had to end this segment on a, on a good note because we want the public to think that we just beaten up. Them. Look, thank you very much for joining me this morning, man. I appreciate of it. Of course, man. You got it. Take care. Yeah, we be good. see it, you right. Yeah, that's Dwayne okay. Henry from Extended Bush this morning. Hopefully, we're going to hear from Zeno Bane shortly I have to talk about uh, a meeting taking place at the Rotary West. I believe it's tomorrow. Uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. We'll take a break. Be back right after this.
3: incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Reina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe.
0: Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
2: Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday
0: mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1
3: so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Ayesha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News.
0: Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX fm your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
2: Naples, Italy, two volcanoes and three million lives at stake.
4: The most dangerous volcano in the world. Scientists scramble for answers.
0: That spike in carbon dioxide might mean new magma coming into the volcano.
2: But can Pompeii offer clues? Can we predict? This can erupt at any time, even tomorrow. The next Pompeii on NOVA. Tune
0: in December 13th at 10 p.m. on WTJX TV channel 12.
1: And we're back here and analyze like, this. You know, sometimes you're playing quarterback, right? And you call a play and you get up to the lane. And uh, the next thing you know, the, the, you look at the defense and you realize the play that we called, their defense is actually set up uh, for our play to not be successful. So you go call an audible. So unfortunately, Zanobain can't make it this morning. He got a, a matter that he's dealing with. Uh, so I, I just text, text back uh, Ms. Peyton. Uh, to ask her, uh, to tell her to call if she wants, she could call in uh, in five minutes uh, and she could uh, uh, get her time. But I do want to, 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 to bring you up to date on what the EPA is dealing with, right? They said on December 7th, right, they said uh, U.S. Virgin Islands drinking water, EPA continues to provide support to address lead in drinking water on St. Croix USVI. On December 7th, 2023, EPA completed its sequential sampling study. The study included investigating sampling conducted at 11 homes in St. Croix the week of November 6th, 2023. The homes were selected based on the results of the September and, water, September and October water distribution meter sampling events that may have had elevated lead and which regularly use U.S. Virgin Islands water and Power Authority water. In general, the EPA's sequential sampling study Shows that the levels of lead at household taps are far lower than those found at the distribution meters that were sampled in September and October by WAPA accompanied by EPA the USVI Department of Planning and Natural Resources and the University of the Virgin Islands to learn more about the sequential sampling study and EPA's recommendations the public is encouraged to review the following resources there's a news release right and all of these, right, are PDF, right? There's a news release, EPA update on sequential sampling study, next steps to address lead in drinking water in St. Croix. There's also a Spanish translation for that. There's a fact sheet, a December seven fact sheet, the USVI sequential sampling results. There's also a Spanish translation for that. There's a final lab report, and there's also an Excel summary of lab results. So there's a comprehensive documents that they're making available for the public to address this matter, this public issue matter we're dealing with. And then they give some background as to what uh, led to them to do that. And they say, uh, they actually uh, explain to you um, how they go about understanding the lead and copper rule, right? The lead and copper rule establish a maximum contaminant level goal, MCLG, of zero for lead. I like that, right? A maximum of zero, right? The MCLG is zero because there is no level of exposure to lead that is without risk. However, because lead contamination of drinking water often results from corrosion of the plumbing materials belonging to water system customers, EPA established a treatment technique rather than a maximum contaminant level for lead. The lead action level, Is a measure of the effectiveness of the corrosion control treatment in water systems the action level is not a standard for establishing a safe level of lead in a home to check if corrosion control is working EPA requires water systems to test for lead at the tap in certain homes including those with lead service lines systems compare sample results from homes the EPA's action level of 0.015 milligrams per liter. Right. If 10% of the samples from these homes have water concentrations that are greater than the action level, then the system must perform actions such as public education and lead service line replacement. And this is the type of technical stuff that I enjoy hearing from Zeno when uh, he makes himself available. Unfortunately, uh, you know he's dealing with a matter right now and he can't make it today. And they got a the water sampling. They got all this data here. Right? And you go to www.epa.gov, type, uh, type in uh, U.S. Virgin Islands drinking water, and you'll see the whole thing come out. And finally, upcoming community meeting. Right? Join EPA Region 2 and its U.S. Virgin Islands partners for an update on drinking water. Wednesday, December 13th. That's tomorrow, 2023. From 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Rotary Club of St. Croix West, 40 KAKD Estate, La Grange. That's where um, Polly Joseph is, uh, right around the Canada there. can't okay, miss it. And they said, you could join us in person, virtually, through Zoom, or live stream through EPA's Region 2's Facebook page. That's tomorrow from 5.30 to 7.30, right, in person at Rotary Club West. Or virtually through Zoom on and, and the EPA or the EPA Region 2's Facebook page. You know, you can hear me getting excited, right? Cause this is the type of thing I like to, to get into this technical stuff when right i uh, uh, This is analyze this. That's what we're doing. We're analyzing things and all that good stuff. Yeah, I get a phone call uh, there. Um, somebody, somebody are calling to make a comment or uh, talking to my, to my engineer and uh, the headphones. <laughs> Oh, 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 so they were talking about the the meeting—the meeting I just referenced. Okay, good thing. Yeah, tomorrow, five thirty or seven thirty Rotary West, right? Uh, Hold on, there. I got my text messages. Uh, They come in here. Um, Oh, down back to the roads now, right? Um, Good morning, sir. Uh, The other day, my wheelchair got stuck in a deep rut on King Street. That I had to get out of the chair and out onto the ground just to move the chair out of the rut oh gosh wow that was painful reading that that was painful reading that they're right here and i got this message via facebook messenger wheelchair got stuck in a deep rut on king street i had to go to the chair onto the ground just to move the chair out of the rut Wow, not good And I'm a good friend, Terry T. Monetary. So good morning, several years ago, I was visiting family in Delaware. Road work was done at night. In the morning, massive and heavy steel plates were placed on the roadway to allow easy transit of traffic. Why can't we do the same? I.e. That's what, what, what my papa friend and my mama friend said when something uh, hit on the head. I.e. That's right. That's the planning we're talking about. And let me tell you something about Road Walk. <clears throat> I spent a night in Stamford, Connecticut uh, when I was in the New York area in October. And so I was in Jersey. So I come over to the, G- the GW Bridge the cross-bronx expressway traffic i mean i flow in and okay late at night hardly less people on the road not hardly right less people on the road um you know and then i notice when i get up into the bronx right right uh the north bronx i notice traffic slowing and i say wait huh? i wonder if i accident that's okay no no no, they're doing work and you know that they were they didn't even actually start doing the work this is like 10 30 11 right? They were just laying down the cones, right? And this is a four-lane highway on I-95 heading up into Westchester County and then on to Connecticut, right? And they were just laying down cones and letting you know that three of the lanes ain't accessible. And they don't know what it, kind of, I do but they just letting you know how serious they are about work. and became one-lane traffic when you're when you coming to an exit. They'll set up the cone so that they allow you to get to your exit. Like if you want to hit Gun Hill Road or wherever, you know, that's about planning, man. Basil Atlee, you don't even know how, how valuable what you were telling us 15, 20 years ago is today. Planning is so important, man, you know. And that's why we have a department of planning and natural resources because it's important. And we need to, you know, embrace that, Right. And uh, uh that's why uh that's why uh we need to do uh pay attention more to detail. Right? Focus on details a little bit more and we'll be better off. No, I believe we got Casey Payton. That's Miss Payton on the line joining me this morning. Counselor, good morning. How are you? Yes,
3: good morning.
1: Yeah, so word word travels fast. We were talking about you. You heard about it? <laughs> you heard about it?
3: Uh yes, I heard uh uh, one of our supporters uh, reached out to me this morning and said, Hey, they're talking about you. They're talking about this presentation that you did at the VI Bar um, annual meeting mm-hmm. on Friday at the Westin. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you need to come call and, and talk about the presentation.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, how's the Westin? Because I haven't been there yet. I want to I check it out when I get over there. How, how's the hotel look? It looks good? It
3: is beautiful okay. it is amazing I think every single conference is going to be at the West
1: End <laughs> well you know Frenchman's reef that's what it is right that's Frenchman's reef right yeah uh, uh, that that hotel it was and will be again our flagship hotel in the Virgin Islands. that's just how it is there's always one hotel that stands out uh and it's always been that right so I'm glad that they're back and of course you know the locations ideal right because you can't miss it when it you're is. when you're flying in from St. Croix to St. Thomas is right there over there in, uh, over in Frenchman's Bay and uh, baccaro, uh, whichever way to pronounce it um, so I'm glad that you know it, it's all that, so you're saying when you get there you're going to like what you see
3: you're going to be blown away. It oh, is wow. a million times even better than it was before. I was shocked
1: Wow, wow now um. One more question. Oh, I want to tease you a little bit. I saw you on TV, Big Shot man. What's up with that? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, um,
3: oh, with Aliborn Venek. With Aliborn Venek. She's Mor-Bennec. wonderful, isn't she? Yeah,
1: she's awesome. And then uh, also, uh, I got another friend, uh, 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 Doctor Hunt Caesar. Her daughter was selling lemonade for the Humane Society. Yes. And, yeah. And, and yeah, they yeah, interviewed I her see. as well. So I, I made sure I took pictures of you. I sent you your picture. And I sent I, I sent I sent Dr. Hunt Caesar. Well, I took a picture out of T V, you know what I'm saying? And I sent Dr. Hunt Caesar a picture of her daughter while she was doing an interview and uh that's a very intelligent young lady. Uh she's uh she gave a good interview. And there's also another lady that works with you that was interviewed uh uh, uh um know, by uh uh Ali She's one of your organizers. Yes,
3: yes. We have quite a team. Mm-hmm. I have to say some people are paid. A lot of them are volunteers mm-hmm. and it just shows how important the work is that we're doing.
1: No, oh, you and, and I looked at it. I saw the background. You had your pumpkins all over the place looking good. I said to myself, you got to get over there next year. Devil make it happen. So I'm planning 10 months in advance to be uh, in St. Thomas in the middle of October of 2024.
3: So absolutely. Look for We'd me. appreciate that. No call
1: for me. So let's get back to uh, this presentation. That you gave, that uh, this, that getting rave reviews and all that stuff. Tell us a little bit about that, uh, the bar presentation, uh, okay. the bar association presentation from the Justice Initiative.
3: Okay, so this is a um, so this is on a topic called IOLTA. IOLTA. IOLTA stands for interest on lawyer trust accounts. Interest on lawyer trust accounts. IOLTA. which sounds not interesting, it actually is going to. Benefit the Virgin Islands with increased access to justice for people who cannot afford an attorney. Hold
4: on, hold, and hold, so hold, hold on a second.
1: I want, I, want oh, make sure, I, want, I want to make sure I get this, this acronym correct and, and for my listeners as well. IOLTA, right?
3: IOLTA. And so every attorney is required to have a lawyer trust account. That is where you put the money that you receive from a client for a retainer or other purposes that the attorney is not yet able to spend or that they're, you know, it, it, basically it's a, it's a spot for money to go that the, that the attorney has not earned yet. And so when you talk about having multiple clients, that amount of money in that trust account um, can grow very quickly, and so what they've dis- what they've said in the in the mainland over the past thirty forty years is that the client doesn't have um, a right to that interest that is earned on that trust account, and that's been upheld by the u s Supreme Court, and the attorney doesn't have a right to the interest that is earned on that trust account and the they've said that like I said, over the past 30, 40 years, that that interest that grows should go towards civil legal aid for people who cannot att- afford an attorney. And so that is the essence of these IOTA accounts. And in the Virgin Islands, this, this um, mechanism has not been used um, the way that it could be used. And that is why we gave this presentation uh, because I went to a conference um in november in the states where they had all of the big guys from all of the different iota accounts for all the different territories the different states canada and they were talking about how how much money is coming into their civil legal aid because the interest rates are rising but unfortunately, the Virgin Islands is behind on these types of accounts, and so they have not. We have not been able to feel the kind of impact of these rising interest rates—four percent, five percent, six percent—and there's a potential for the Virgin Islands to have millions of dollars every single year going specifically to free legal services for the people.
1: Okay, that, that's interesting. So you know, while you're talking, and you know, I'm googling, right? Because I just I'm trying to. Try to go to the Cliff Notes route while you're talking here and all that stuff. Right? No,
3: and, and, and something that's also really interesting that I learned and that I was reporting back for the very first time is that when you're talking about basically the IOLTAs, they're a foundation. They're a foundation where they're, they're, they're basically raising money, but in a very simplistic way because it's directly from the interest from these lawyer trust accounts. Um, and so you have these foundations and they're able to fund a bunch of legal aid so that it's not like our government doing it. You know, it's, it's actually uh, has a mechanism where the money comes, but it doesn't only have to be raising money from interest on lawyer trust accounts. There's other ways that, um, that you can get money to this foundation. And um, I, I learned a bunch of different examples. And so, one example is settlement agreements. And this is huge because the Virgin Islands has benefited from some very massive settlement agreements. Oh, yes. And it's, it's, it's very common in the States that if there is a settlement agreement um, or even a class action, that a portion of that may go towards an IOLTA account or an IOLTA program. And so, let me give you an example.
1: In the past, well, hold so, on one second. Hold on one second, because we're, we're going to a break, and I don't want you okay. to start and then all that stuff. But I do want to mention that um, the distinction between an IOTA account and an escrow account, right, is there's an mm-hmm. addition, there's an additional record keeping dynamic, yeah, uh, ne- needed in order exactly. to abide by the rules that govern it,
3: right? The- the bank just has to offer the product. So instead of putting it in a regular escrow account, you put it in the bank's IOTA account, yeah. and the bank sends interest directly to the foundation.
1: Okay, there we go. We're talking with Ms. Casey Payton from the Justice Initiative, also the the founder and uh, and uh, manager, creator of uh, the Pumpkin Patch Festival, uh, an October event over at Megan's Bay on St. Thomas. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this.
3: Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duras, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy. So
4: take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe.
0: Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Alex.
1: And we're back here analyze this, and uh, we're talking with uh, Ms. Casey Payton from the Virgin Islands uh, Justice Initiative. And uh, also, she is the, the founder of the uh, Fall Festival Pumpkin Patch over there on St. Thomas. So uh, during the break, <clears throat> uh, good morning once again. Thanks for calling on short notice.
3: Hey, um, good morning.
1: Counselor, I appreciate that. So IOTAs are available uh, in all 50 states. The, the the district of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Right? That's correct. They say, however, that wasn't always the case. In fact, no. bar associations had to petition vigorously to establish the first IOTA program in the United States. And they talk about this began in like nineteen seventy eight. Right? So this is this, th- right. th- this is a ways back. Right. But it has generated significant money. Say since nineteen eighty one, IOTA. And for those who are listening, that's I-O-L-T-A. That's, uh, make sure I get this right, Interest on Lawyer Trust Account. That's it? That's right. Grants, let me see, has generated over $4 billion in revenue throughout the United States. That's $4 billion over 42 years. In 2020, IOLTA grants nationwide total $175 IOTA IOLTA is a significant source of funding for programs, that provides civil legal services to those in need with over 90% of grant awards by IOTA programs. In 2020, that would be 168 million. Supporting legal aid offices and pro bono programs. So this ain't a fly by night thing, counselor. This is this is real um, and has uh, tried, it's I guess as I say, tried and true, right? Tested in 50 states, the district, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. But the Virgin Islands were behind. We are behind. And so um,
1: but we're in there now is better late than never. right? Eh?
3: Better late than never. Absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we see this as an access to justice issue. It, it, it's not fair. This is rhetoric. I say all the time, it's not fair how in the states people are benefiting from something. And right now it's they're benefiting from the interest rates rising. And so they're able to, you know, the, the Iota programs have more money than they can spend. Mm-hmm. Whereas here in the Virgin Islands, we don't have the same, we're not benefiting from the same, the same interest rate uh, now ch- increase.
1: Now, check this out, right? I, I know that, you know, I'm supposed to focus on, you know, Virgin Islands, that's where I'm at and all that stuff. But, you know, I got a soft spot for the other insular possessions. American Samoa, Guam, Northern Mariana Islands. Is there anything that we can do? Anybody you can reach out to? to see if we can get them involved in this because it's beneficial for everybody.
3: So the woman who I invited um, to be the co-speaker on the presentation Mm -hmm. at the VI Bar meeting on this topic, Mm -hmm. her name is Amaris Torres, and she is the executive director of the Puerto Rico IOLTA. She actually recruited me Um, when I joined the board for the Virgin Islands IOLTA Mm -hmm. to come to a national conference um, to be a part of this conversation because she said, you know, Puerto Rico was the first territory that was even part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. She brought me in so that the Virgin Islands could have a voice at the national level. She is actively seeking representation from the other Territories, in, yeah, insular um, insular possessions they can benefit.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we, we like to use that big term, you know. You're right. Territories is the word, but the big term is insular possessions. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, well, well, then maybe she can reach out to um, their representatives in Congress, right? Because everybody, we all have delegates. Puerto Rico has a resident commissioner. It's the same thing. They're they're not voting on the floor, but they vote in committee. So maybe she can reach out to the Guam, uh, American Samoa, and CNMI uh, representative, and they can take that back to their jurisdiction and, you know, get that established. Because it's the same thing I do when we get the energy, office, the energy office director on. And he talks about, you know, how they work together conjunctively with the other um, uh, jurisdictions because uh, they apply for a lot of grant money that's, av- that's available for them. So, you know, so we got to look out for each other. You know, cause we got similar characteristics in terms of being islands, not a lot of population, not a lot of political influence, but with needs.
3: Absolutely, and um, she brought me on. She's a co-chair of the Racial Justice Committee um, for a national IOLTA program. It's called NAIP, N-A-I-P. It's the National Association of IOLTA Programs, and they've been around forever. Um, but she got on the board, and that was how you know she was able to develop this Racial Justice Committee. Um, they brought me in to be on the Racial Lens Working Group. Um, because they see it as a racial justice issue that, you know, in a territory that is more than half black and brown, um, why don't we have the same resources, the same access to free legal aid that they have in the states? Um, and so that, that's how we got brought in and uh, so we thank what well, we, well,
1: we thank Puerto Rico for including us in this one <laughs> we
3: do because
1: we, we, we we've do. had we've had our history with Puerto Rico taking advantage of us um, as it relates to a lot of dollars and all that stuff so we want to thank Puerto Rico in this instance for getting yeah, us inside let
3: me I wanted to give you an example right before the yeah break. yeah. go ahead I apologize about um, Go ahead. okay so so Puerto Rico has the the newest youngest IOLTA program next to the Virgin Islands we are the youngest and uh, they explained uh, during the presentation how they were able to go from having zero dollars in the bank to now having, you know, tens of millions of dollars. Um, and one of their turning points was actually the Bank of America um, settlement. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all know how Bank of America had to, had to pony up, right? They had to pay out because they did wrong. And all across the nation, the money from um, Bank of America, that was supposed to go to civil legal aid, went to the IOLTAs. But the Virgin Islands didn't have a, a, you know, an IOLTA at that time, and so it went straight to legal services, which is great. That's a great place. However, had it been able to go to, an, to, to a Virgin Islands IOLTA program, not only would it have probably gotten more money, so the Virgin Islands got around $360,000, whereas Puerto Rico got over $12 million. Now, when the money came to the IOTA in Puerto Rico, they said, you know, we would have a a stronger impact if we invest this money now. And so because it's given to a foundation, they're able to make those tough decisions to say, well, we would have a stronger impact if this you know, big amount of money was, we were able to invest it, and then, you know, five years down the line, it was, it had grown so much, and they were able to make a much stronger impact, and so that's why I'm saying that these IOTA foundations, they don't just earn money uh, on interest, on the lawyer trust accounts, but they are a fantastic recipient for settlement, for a portion of settlement funds.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so um, we're good to go locally. where are where where our IOLTA is concerned?
3: Yes, so last year's when I became a part of the VI IOTA board, um, there had been an issue in the past in having enough people for a quorum that was uh, fixed. Um, the VI bar president um, nominated the people, the Supreme Court Justice Hodge. Uh, confirm them. Um, our Iota program um, foundation sits under the Supreme Court of the Virgin Islands, which is the proper place for it to be. Um, and so, it, the the group that we have is 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 doing a great job, um, meeting regularly. Um, and we were able, anyway, we're trying to see how we can expand it to look beyond just the interest piece, which is something that's new to us. We didn't know this until. I just went to this conference last month. So um, I think you're going to be seeing a lot more, and I think that it's going to lead to further access to justice by not just relying on the local and federal government to pay for these free legal services, but I think we're going to be able to generate that income through this alternative means.
1: Ms. Torres, was the person that you brought uh, on Friday or somebody else on the mainland?
3: Yes, it was Miss uh, it was Attorney Amadis yeah. uh, Torres, uh, the executive director of the Puerto Rico IOTA.
1: Okay, that was that was who was representing, uh, who was at the bar meeting on Friday.
3: Yes, yeah, so we were sitting next to each other, um, giving that presentation as um, a way to show, you know, even if we're starting small, we can in short order get to a put, you know get to a position like the Puerto Rico IOTA, I mean, it just skyrocketed. And so um, I, I do see the path, and I do believe that we are going to um, be j- right up there, just like Puerto Rico, having, you know, millions, if not tens of millions of dollars going through this IOTA. There's a, there's a lot of money that passes through the Virgin Islands. Mm, okay. um, this is a way to capture some of that.
1: That's good. Now, what's the, what's the goals for the justice initiative for
3: 2024? Uh, so the VI Justice Initiative in 2024, so, well, uh, this Friday we're doing a, a, a it's, it, it's a private event, but it's an introduction to uh, our organization to St. Croix, uh, because even though we're already doing um, free legal services on all three islands, um, we're, we're better known in St. Thomas because of the events we put on here. So um, on Friday I'll be in St. Croix kind of introducing us, and then our And then we're going to have, I know we're going to have a donor reception in St. Thomas on uh, January 25th um, on the Lawn of Yacht Haven outside of St. Thomas Social. And then on March 16th, we're going to have our very first event in St. Croix. I'm about to put it on the website because we are just sending out our save the dates uh, for that. Um, It's actually going to be a, we're calling it VI Fun Mud Run. So March 16th, um, on the north side of the St. Croix Fairgrounds, it's an RT Park-owned space, and we're getting assistance by RT Park to put it on. But it's going to be um, like a race, but a fun one, so like a 3K for adults, maybe a 1K for the kids, but you're going to have a chance to get very muddy going through obstacles. I don't know if this has been done in St. Croix before or not, but it's, it's, it's a whole lot of fun. Um, and then... Uh, Of course, we're going to have our pumpkin patch um, in October in St. Thomas. Um, But as far as our programs go, uh, we have two big programs that we're doing this year. Uh, We're continuing our clean slate, so our free expungement services. Um, But we're also doing a youth um, education and criminal deterrence um, project with the Office of the Territorial Public Defender aimed towards um, uh, young people in grades 7 through 10, um, letting them know that seemingly innocent behavior, they may think it is funny, it is actually uh, criminal in nature. We're going to provide young people with the information so that they can stay out of trouble and also know their rights um, if they do uh, find themselves in a situation where um, they uh, are you know, with the police or, you know, facing some kind of charges. Um, this is a program that has been done in the past with Law and & you and the Office of the Territorial Public Defender, but not since COVID. We are bringing it back um, because we want youth to be able to have the agency um, to, you know, do the right thing, and that's going to change the trajectory of their lives.
1: Um, final question. Um, what can we do from a, a, pre- a preventative standpoint? Um, getting to the young people, I, I know that you provide legal support, but there's something we could do to uh, uh, get them to, you know, we could do some intervention work um, on behalf of our young people because they slip through the cracks. And if there's something that we could do, I know, you know, I, I keep, you know, beating up on the people who beat up on me for supporting nonprofits, but nonprofits have a role in the, in, in this community.
3: Absolutely, I mean, it, it's it's kind of unfortunate for the past. Probably five years that you know our, our young people haven't been able to receive this information. How are they supposed to be able to make good decisions when they don't know the effect of the behavior that they uh, that they're engaging in? Um, and for us, it's an economic justice issue because if you start you know having contacts with the criminal justice system, it, it it's making it so that your earning power in the future is is reduced. Um, that's why we do expungements, because you know, if you're not able to get a job, if you're not able to um, pursue something that really interests you, um, y- you may go a different direction. Um, everybody has dreams, everybody has goals, and when you find out that you're not able to get that job because you have this mark on your record, uh, it, it really sets you back, and a lot of people stop their job search right there. Um, and, and that's just unfortunate. And so, for us, a big part of what we do is we provide that education, um, and we do it in a way so that young people don't feel like we're just lecturing them.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That, 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 you see, it isn't. It isn't just about what you say; it's about how you're conveying that message. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're you absolutely correct. You know that you don't want to get into lecturing, but you no, want. No, no. It needs we,
3: to be a conversation. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and we, I, we just want them to, to to broaden their scope. You know what I'm saying? open their minds, realize there's a lot of potential out there, a lot of good things for them to do, try your best to not get caught up, slip through the cracks, uh, what, right. have, what have you. Um, counselor, it was nice talking to you again. Congrats. Uh, Thank
3: you so much and, uh, for having uh, me on again.
1: Analyze this. Uh, you know, Things like this are what we embrace, and uh, uh, we wish you well with the Justice Initiative and um, expanding our, uh, well, not expanding, uh, actually blowing up our IOLTA account here in the Virgin <laughs> Islands. You know So, Thank you very much. And on short notice, appreciate it, okay? Take care. You got it. That's uh, Casey not. Payton from the Virgin Islands Justice Initiative. Thank you, Dwayne Henry, uh, for bringing that up because, you know, got yeah, love for me to call an audible uh, because um, my good friend, uh, Zeno Bain, uh, had a, uh, a matter that he had to deal with. Okay, so don't forget that meeting tomorrow. I'm going to bring it up again tomorrow uh, when I come on the show. 5.30 to 7.30, um, the uh, drinking water. Uh, discussion, EPA, right? And they're going to be doing that with DPNR uh, and, and UVI and all that stuff. Uh, great discussion today. Thank you very much for the text messages, right? Uh, and uh, Facebook message and all that. Be good. Be safe. Talk to you tomorrow. God, will Bye-bye.
2: The
0: views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or
2: underwriters.
4: WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited Return of the Taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Cultureman Silkat. Tickets are on sale now through Thursday, December 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Site Mall and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255. Shuttle service will be available from Havenside Site Lot to the MCM Center. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine & First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, the VI Housing Finance Authority, and the VI Public Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget.